Welcome to the ultimate hangout spot for all sports fans. Welcome to your all-access paths to everything sports. Welcome to GNT Sports Talk. And here are your hosts, Julian Gallardi and Bobby Thompson. So it's been a long time, everyone. We had the bye week. We were in California. We were hanging out at the meetings. But now we're back to football. We got two weeks left. I'm Julian Gallardi. I'm Bobby Thompson. And you see Bobby in the I Have Spoken shirt since it's Star Wars tonight. Star Wars. Oh, I can't wait for that. Right after we're done with this, we got that. Oh, I've been, we've been waiting for this for a long, long time. Should we do a Star Wars podcast after the movie? Yeah, I think that I, I think we should. I think I think we need to review it. But our love for Star Wars, you know, we definitely gotta preview it. We won't give anything away. I'll try not to. Yeah, but we might. So, so be so careful listening we, to it. We'll if we put do on that. their spoilers. Listen yeah. at your own risk. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get to it. We're back to the. This is week sixteen. There is a lot going on in the NFL right now, especially with playoff implications on the line. Yes, a so lot of that. Let's hey Jules, what do you say we start with my game? Let's start with this. Okay, we could do that. Also, I want to give everyone an update of the record. Go chase. ahead, give that first. So of course you're gonna to like to hear this. Bobby gains a game back on me again. So we got two weeks left. He's up one game. Hopefully I can get this back in the next two weeks or at least pass him. We may have made a bet before the season like I was joking before the show. We got to go back into the archives and look at week one and see what was discussed. It feels and like forever ago. If something was discussed, we'll still hold up to it. We'll be accountable for it. If it's said, it's said. But we're going to have to get back to everyone on that. I want to do a look at the playoff picture as well, and then we'll get into everything. Go ahead. So in the AFC, we got Baltimore. as the one seed. They're 12-2. and two. The Patriots are the two seed, 11-3. And so they have a first round bye. The Chiefs are a three seed at ten and four. Texans are a four seed at nine and five. Bills surprisingly are ten and four in the fifth seed. And the Steelers are the six seed at eight and six. The Titans breathing down their neck at eight and six. Everyone else is basically out of it in the AFC. In the NFC, we have the Seahawks as the one seed at eleven and three. Then we have the Packers as the two seed, eleven and three. The Saints as the three seed, also eleven and three. The Cowboys as the fourth seed in the NFC least, seven and seven. The 49ers also eleven and three, but they're the five seed, which that, is absolutely that divi- insanity. That division is so good, it's crazy. I can't believe it. And the Vikings are the sixth seed at ten and four, and the Rams are on the verge of missing the playoffs. At eight and six, last year's Super Bowl representative of the NFC is in high danger of not making it. If they do not win out and the Vikings do not lose out, the Rams are going home. Yeah. The Eagles are also in play here still. They have a huge game against Dallas. And those are the two games we're going to highlight in the beginning. We're going to do Patriots-Bills, then we're going to do Cowboys-Eagles. Those are two of the bigger games this week. Yeah, this is in the NFC, that game... Eagles, Cowboys, that is for everything. Mm -hmm. This is for a spot at winning the division and going to the playoffs. This is a high-anticipated game. Both teams have been extremely inconsistent all season. Oh, for sure. A lot of injuries on the Eagles side. The the Cowboys have just, you know, Dak Prescott just hasn't been himself. Zeke Elliott um, is is not having a great game every game. He's been a bit inconsistent. Um, and you know, Amari Cooper's been in in and out of the lineup. So that's been a problem, but that game is the, the best game, in my opinion, the best game of the week that the horrendous, uh, excuse me, NFC East, 
<laughs> which is one of the worst divisions in football. It is the worst right now by disgusting. far. It's <laughs> disgusting. These two teams are are inconsistent. Not even over 500. Nope. They don't even have one team and, over 500 this late in the season. And now it all comes down to week 16. We will see. And there's one game left next week too, but the, right. a lot of stuff will be wrapped up at right. the time. So this is really going to be the best game of the week, and I'm very, very excited to see who will come out on top. It's also championship week in fantasy football. Yes. Everyone look out for that. We're in a championship. I'm in a few. So we're going to try to get after those. Maybe we'll have some nuggets for fantasy football mixed in with some of these games where we can fit it in. So, okay, so you want to do your game first? you want to do Cowboys-Eagles first? Let's start with my game first. Okay, so Patriots-Bills, tail the tape. Bills are 10-4. and four. Patriots at 11-3. and three. This game is significant because the Patriots can clinch it with a win. And if Buffalo wins it, what's the status? Do you know if you guys are both 11-4? and four, Would you still be on top or would they be on top? We It would be tied. And since we um, – I believe I, – I looked this up too. If the Patriots lose this game, they would still be above the uh, okay. the Bills. Okay. And if they win next week against Miami, it's over. We win the division okay. anyway. So, so all right. basically they need the Patriots – they need to beat the Patriots this week and need Miami to beat us next week to win the division. All right. Need, that, that's basically the scenario. Okay, so let's get realistic here. Buffalo fans, it's been a great season. You guys have had an amazing ride to this point, but – you guys ain't winning the division. Let's just get. Let's just stop the nonsense here. For even if you guys somehow pull off the improbable in Foxborough, as much as I would love to see this happen, believe me, it's not going to. First of all, so that's where I'm going to start with this. And even if it does, there is no way the Patriots are losing to the Dolphins on Week 17 for a chance to clinch the division. It's just not going to happen. No, um, I'm going to. Sorry, tell you everyone. I I want to applaud the. Uh, Bills and Mafia, you guys are for real. You guys are going to be good for a long time. You got a, a great core on defense. You know, offense is still getting is still it, it shows spurts, not consistently, especially at the quarterback position. But I will tell you this: you guys have a bright future. But I'm going to tell you this: when you come into Foxborough, let me tell you something. The Patriots they get a nice they got a win over the the Bengals, and it wasn't pretty in the beginning. Let me tell you something. We're a pissed off team. We're banged up too. We got a lot of injuries right now. Julian Edelman's dealing with a knee injury and a shoulder injury. Tom Brady's dealing with a, an elbow injury. Um, I just read before, and this really is, <clears throat> excuse me, a problem, and I really don't like it. Uh, Jonathan Jones, who is our slot corner, our nickel, he's out with a groin injury. That's a big problem, especially because Cole Beasley's the slot guy. He he can make plays happen. So we got to worry about that. I'm going to tell you this right now. This game. I feel this way. We're in Foxborough. We had a loss in Foxborough a few weeks ago when I was in San Diego. They lost to the Chiefs on a contract. We we blew a lot of plays. The referees weren't blew a lot of calls. I'm going to tell you this right now. We're we're not losing, okay? With the chance to clinch a division, especially because we're trying to get that first round by. We I cannot stress this enough. Every year I say this. We need a first round by. We are banged up, and this year we are extremely banged up. The offensive line is not good. It's horrendous, okay? Even when we got Isaiah Wynn back, it is still terrible. Brady has no time to throw. He's so used to getting the ball out quickly. These it, Nobody's getting separation. You need to get separation this week. I cannot stress it, this, I cannot stress it enough. Keep running the football. 
I don't care if it's with Sony Michelle. I don't care if it's with Rex Burkhead, who is starting to look really good, by the way. And get more James White involved. All the guy does in Julian, you could agree with me. When the guy has the football, he makes plays. He's, He's a, a weapon. touchdown machine. He's a weapon. He, so, here's what I'm going to tell you right now. I expect the Patriots defense, which, by the way, is still ranked number one, by the way, mm-hmm. allowing, you ready, 12.8 points per game and still and still lets up all, uh, total yards of like 260-something. Still, still, best defensive football. I And here's another thing. I'm going to say this. Stephon Gilmore is the ex, I think, on defense, is going to take out their best weapon. Who's their best weapon? John Brown on offense. So here's another thing we got to do. We I'm going to say this. We have to contain Josh Allen. Let's go back to week four, what I said. Let's rewind the tape. Let's use, let's use the time <laughs> stone right now. Bring it back. We're back to week four. What did I say? I believe I said, and I quote, keep that boy in the pocket. <laughs> Easier said than let, done. Do not let him go crazy and run all over the place just like Lamar Jackson did. And I'm not trying to compare him to Lamar Jackson because there is no comparison. Yeah. Just the way that we played against Deshaun Watson this year, we were not, we did not play well against him. And he ran and he made plays with his legs. We need to keep him in the pocket and force him to make turnovers because what will Josh Allen do? He will throw, he will cause turnovers. He throws interceptions. That's what he does. Right. But he will also kill you with his legs. We saw this week one when we were at MetLife. Ugh. I've seen this plenty of times with this guy. I'm going to tell you this right now. The game plan is this. The Patriots are treating this game like a playoff game. You're getting playoff Tom Brady right now. An angry guy who does not like losing. Who, if he if something is not working on offense, you will see him pissed off on the sideline, throwing a fit, and then at halftime, what do they do, Jules? They adjust better than anybody, and they'll figure it out. Here's my prediction on this. I expect the Patriots to come out angry. That defense will swarm him. Josh Allen, they will stop the play. The last time we played them, we struggled against the run. That concerns me because Singletary's been looking good. He's been Frank, great. Frank Gore has been on a tear. He just keeps going. I don't even know yep. what to say about Frank anymore. He's a beast. He's he's all reliable. He's an Iron Man. Uh, we got to stop the run. I can't stress enough. And we have to stop the, the on third down. We have to get off the field. We cannot let Cole Beasley do these short little drag routes and you know the and stop routes over the middle where you get the first down. He's killer with yards after the catch. you got to tackle. All in all, I'm going to tell you this. On offense, you need to block for Brady. This defense is ferocious. They have a great secondary led by Tredavious White, Poyer, Micah Hyde. Um, the other corner they have, I think it's Kevin Johnson, who used to be on the uh, Texans. I'm it not signed. Yeah. That's their weakness. You want to target them, you, you take that side. I'm going to say this. I'm not going to go much into it because I'm taking a lot of time. I think the Patriots are going to win this game. They will score over 30, in my opinion. People don't th- people will call me crazy. Call me crazy. I just feel it. I think they're going to score over 30. I think this defense of the Patriots will swarm him. I think they're going to get after him. I think that it's go- he's going to have trouble completing passes, especially against Stephon Gilmore. I don't expect him to go against to target Gilmore a lot. I really don't. Um, he's going to go after J.C. Jackson, who's been just as good, and, Dev- and Jason McCourty. All that being said, I'm going to go with 31-17, to 17, and I'm going to say this. The, the player of the game this week is going to be Sony Michelle, who's going to have a big game, his best game of the year. Okay, I'm actually 
thinking really similar to you are. And I don't need to say much because you basically took the floor with this. And Buffalo, this, this isn't their time yet. I mean, they're a good team, but they're not the Patriots level. They're not going to go on the road and beat them. There's no way Belichick's going to lose to Josh Allen at home. It just won't happen. And your score is basically what I'm thinking almost. Patriots 31, Bills 21. That's what I feel. Let me see the spread number because I think I want to see like if that would cover the spread. So that would cover the spread. I would take you guys easily, spread? actually. Six and a half. Okay. I would actually consider betting you guys heavily, to be honest. Huh. But what? But nothing's a short thing. Maybe they play close. We have to see. But we will see. I would definitely will take see. you guys if I was if I had to pick someone. Absolutely. So I'll let you, I'll, I will back you up. Unfortunately. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get this one. We want a division. This is a we call this a hat and t-shirt game. We want the hat and t-shirt after the game. Ay ay ay. So we look at this. And we're going to have to take a break because my cat is really annoying. Okay, so we did Patriots-Bills. We gave our predictions both at Patriots now. We're on to the biggest game of the week, Eagles and the Cowboys. Both teams 7-7. Seven and seven. Cowboys travel to Philly. Division lead on the line. And it's not a clinch game because stuff can still happen week 17 to change the outcome. But it's a big game regardless. You'll have a one-step up. I believe week 17, Dallas plays the Redskins, so you would think that's an automatic win. Yeah. And then the Eagles play the Giants, which you would also tend to think is an automatic win at this point. Yeah, so most likely. this is a big game. The winner of this game has a high probability of going to the playoffs. Yes. Yes, they do. But you know what's very interesting about this? The winner of this game is going to end up playing the Seahawks or 49ers, and I don't think either team stands a chance against either of those teams. I'm sure you agree with that, but oh, that's for a later time. Absolutely. They, no, and let me tell you something. Whoever wins this division, whoever wins this game, and I'll get, and we'll give you our predict who's going to win in a minute, I'm going to tell you this. If they play Seattle or San Francisco, they're getting – steamrolled mm-hmm. I couldn't they, agree, I I couldn't th- agree I don't more. think they even belong on the same field it's going to be bad if that ends up happening uh, th- that's putting it mildly it's going to be a massacre you're going to have to call the FBI to investigate this <laughs> oh my god that's funny and then also why are the Chiefs and Bears playing in the night instead of this game is that the Sunday night yeah, game? Yeah, why would they even do that? The you, Bears are irrelevant you right want, now. You want to know why I think they probably did that? Because the, the Patty is, and Mitch thing? Yeah, well, Patty and Mitch, and also it's it's uh, Teacher versus Apprentice with Matt Nagy and, and oh, Andy Reid. Oh, all right, all right. Well, they, they should have did this one tonight anyway, but that, that stuff's all fun, but this is the best game of the week. I agree. So, Dak Prescott, let's break down some stuff quickly. 26 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Carson Wentz, 25 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Dak has a higher rating than Wentz, 99-92. Elliott has around 1,200 yards, 11 TDs. The Eagles don't really have a running game as much. No, they don't. Sanders, 687 yards. Jordan Howard, a little over 500. So we look at the receivers. Cooper leads the Cowboys, of course, over 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns with 70 catches. Gallup is closing on 1,000. Then the Eagles, we have Ertz at 888, six touchdowns, having a little bit of a down year for only eight, oh, 84 catches. All right, it's not too much of a down year, I guess. He'll get his numbers at the end of it. Alshon just under 500 yards. He's barely been playing this he's year. He's a tin man. And he's not playing again this week, right? Isn't he done for the year? He, he's placed on IR. He's done. Wow. And don't And here's a, here's a hot take. Don't be surprised if they try to off him. This, this year. Can they get out of that contract? They could get out of it. Yeah, I think they're, they will. They're, they're, they're not happy with him no, at all. He's, he, yeah, he just never plays. But, okay, so let's get to it. What are we thinking with this game? Who gets the dub? 
Okay, so this game, here's what what I see. So two of these, the two teams here, you're going up against the Dallas defense. They don't have Leighton Van Der Esch. He's, he's injured with his neck. Sean Lee has stepped in and has done a tremendous job. The tin, the once tin man that was Sean Lee has stepped in and has been a force on defense for Dallas. That's a plus. Um, I'm going to tell you this. For this game, I think we both could agree, Jules. The Eagles' defense is garbage. It is trash. It is hot trash. It is not good. They do not make plays. They play. They play good in spurts, not for four quarters. Um, I'm going to tell you this. I expect Dak Prescott to throw all over this secondary. I think they're going to have a game plan. The game plan for them is to tack them downfield. You could get them. Uh, I think Zeke Elliott's starting to get hot now, and you don't want to see that. No, you don't. He really, he really, it took him a little bit to get going, but now he's starting to pick it up, and this is where you want him to pick it up, especially try to win a division and go to advance to the playoffs. Right. For the Eagles, there's way too many injuries on this offense, man. From the offensive line, Lane Johnson, you know, um, Jason Peters is in and out on the offensive tackle. Um the, the receiving core, Alshon Jeffrey, Tin Man, he's never in there. Nelson Aguilar is the worst receiver in football. He can't catch the ball. It, it's just not good for Philly. And the only thing that's consistent is um, Zach Ertz. That's it. And the running game, Jordan Howard was doing tremendous. He got injured. Miles Sanders has been a very, very great, good pickup. I think we both could agree when he got drafted there was a perfect fit. Um, I'm going to tell you this. This game... Uh, it's Dallas. It's Eagles don't stand a chance. I'm sorry. I think Carson Wentz will make some plays, but I think the Dallas defense, especially that front seven, is going to clamp down and force him to make <clears throat> mistakes. Because I think we could both agree Carson Wentz this year is not good. I don't. I know 25 touchdowns, seven picks. I understand, but I'm not impressed with him by any means whatsoever. I really not. Dak Prescott has been. Hot and cold a little bit, but he's been a lot better. He's playing for a contract. We all know that. Mm-hmm. And this is a game. You want to earn your money? Win this game. Mm-hmm. You want to earn your money, Dak, and you want to prove it to Jerry Jones, the man upstairs, the dictator upstairs. Win this game, and I, you'll get what you want. I'm going with Dallas, baby, all on this. I'm going with 30. I'm going to go 30 to 20, and I'm going to tell you this. I think that the Eagles will be in it in the end. I think in the fourth quarter you're going to see – a lot of points scored. I will say this. I'm going to go with the Dallas defense getting a big-time stop and really changing momentum of the game. 30-20 Dallas advancing and winning the division and going on to the playoffs. I'm actually going to go the other way here. I'm going really? fly, Eagles fly. Call it my upset pick if you want, although it's, the game is basically a pick em. Dallas is a one-point favorite over under 46 points. I just think the Eagles are going to figure it out at home. It seems like a classic spot for Dallas to choke. We've seen this happen time and time again where everything's set up for them. They just completely fail. You know Jason Garrett's in the hot seat. I know you don't like him at all, obviously. No, I don't. But um, if he loses this game, you could pretty much kiss him goodbye. He will oh, not yeah. be back with the Cowboys. And I just think the Eagles are going to find a way. I don't think it's going to be pretty by any means. I think you're going to see some points. I see a 27-24 victory from the Eagles. I think that Carson Wentz is going to do, he's going to play great. I think he's going to step up to the moment. I know he's been a little hot and cold this year, but he knows what time it is. I think Zach Ertz is going to be tremendous. Sanders and Howard are going to have to get involved as well. That defense is going to have to get pressure. We're going to need Cox to get in there. Graham, everyone. They're gonna, the, the secondary obviously concerns me. It's really bad. So they're going to have to get that pressure on Prescott. And they're going to have to try to contain Elliott, which is also a big problem. But 
I just think the Eagles and the crowd will be the extra edge they need. I think they'll ju- they'll get it done. I think you get a game winning field goal from Elliott. Oh, I will say this: Philly faithful is going to get rowdy. I'll tell you. It's going to be in a raucous environment. So that's what we got for that. Let's just go through the rest of these games quickly, and we got Texans Bucks. I mean. This is a Texans day. They need to win to keep pace in the playoff race and everything. So we just got to make sure that they hold serve and everything and that they do what they got to do. I think they get the win in Tampa Bay. Tampa's 7-7, seven and seven, somewhat surprising. They're not that bad, but they're not that good. But So I think the Texans are going to win. With this game, you know, the Buccaneers have been playing much better, but they're out their two best receivers. Mike yeah. Evans is out, and so is Chris Godwin. The only re- weapon they have is uh, Brashard Perryman, and I can't believe I'm saying that. That's craziness. Even though he's been playing exceptionally well. Texans are going to win this game. It's not even a competition. New Hopkins is going to feast. Everybody's going to have a big day. I'm going to go with 30. I'm going to go 30-13. Wow. Yeah, you know what? I'll do 28-4. I'll do 28-21 because the Bucks have been scoring a little bit. <laughs> also, the Titans are breathing down the Texans' neck. That's yeah. another reason why they need that's to win why, this football Yeah, that's game. why they have to win. This is a must-win for them, definitely. Okay, so then we go to Rams 49ers, and the Rams season's on the line. The 49ers are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Over-under is 45 points. I think the 49ers win, but I think the Rams cover. I think the Rams will play close here. Their season's on the line. It's just I think the 49ers are a much better football team this year. It's obvious. And I think the person's here for the internet now. So we're going to have to figure something out, I guess. But you want to make the pick really quick, or I guess we'll edit this. Like, what the what are we gonna All right, do? I'll just say this really quick. 49ers are going to win this game because they want to move up in that seeding. They went from first seed to second seed all the way down to fifth, and they're going to win this game and try to move up back into the try to get a bye. So we just took care of the Saturday games, which are our three of, and now – we look forward to Sunday, one of the last Sundays of the season. And we'll start with Jets and Steelers. When this game was first made, it had a lot more juice than it has now, unfortunately. Yeah. Of course, we had the big storyline, which hasn't changed, of Le'Veon Bell playing his former team. Could he finally break 100 yards on the ground this week for his sake and the sake of maybe keeping him next year? I hope so. It would, all, it would be – if not now, when, honestly? I mean, we've been waiting all year. Part of it is Gase's fault in the offensive line. I'll say it has a lot of blame in this, but his numbers just aren't there. I'll go through them quickly. Not going to spend all day on this because it's really only a meaningful game for the Steelers because they're the 60 right now. The Jets will be golfing in two weeks regardless of what happens on Sunday. So honestly, at this point, it would be better for the franchise to lose the football game, but you know how that always goes. I would expect the Jets to win the football game. And I'm going to pick Jets because when if I pick Steelers, we'll win. So I'm picking Jets. I just gave the pick. And we look at Duck Hodges. He was horrible last week. Had three or four picks. How many was it? Four. Wow. Just an absolute train wreck. And he, he is starting again. So <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he throws up a few more for grabs. So we, he has five touchdowns and six picks. But back to Le'Veon. He only has 676 yards rushing, which is embarrassing. 3.3 yards per carry, which is pathetic as well. Just 204 attempts, which isn't enough either. The receiving yards for Le'Veon, 404, 57 catches. I mean, and one touchdown. That's respectable, but we could still – he's done better in the past. But that's not 
that big of a problem. The running is really an issue here. Um, it's a shame to see how bad it's been this year for him. It's been tough sledding. He missed the game as well. Just hasn't been getting going. Can this finally be that game on the ground like I've been talking about? I really want to see him go over 100 yards, honestly. Get a few touchdowns would be nice. And like I said, I'm still a huge fan and supporter. I really hope the Jets don't trade him, but I have bad indications that they will, especially if Adam Gase doesn't get fired, which obviously I want to happen at this point, as most Jet fans do. And that's another reason why I want to lose the last two games, because if we go 6-10 and 10 or 7-9, and nine, there's just more of an excuse to keep him, which we don't want. Yeah, um... I will say this. It's really been a disappointing season on behalf of Le'Veon Bell. He, mm. He's definitely – these numbers are not who he is. Even though he had a year off, he still looked fresh. It, but it, you can't all blame it on him. It's the play calling. It's the schemes. And the most importantly, it's the offensive line of the New York Jets. And the usage rate isn't yes. good either. Agreed. And also the one thing, too, is we could add is that one touchdown receiving came week one against the Bills. Yup, and it was a great play and everyone was going crazy. And then we- he caught a two-point conversion the next play. Yeah, everyone was riding high. I, I remember this like it was yesterday, even though it seems so long ago now. Up 16 nothing against Buffalo. I just can't forget that, letting that go. It just it was embarrassing. We turned them over four times. You get a 16 nothing lead and you can't win the game i just don't get it but that was ages ago obviously you can't do anything about it now but yeah it just hasn't happened this year it's it's just hasn't fallen fallen into place for the jets it really has fallen apart um it's really you know what it's there's a lot of things wrong with the jets especially Mm -hmm. the injuries you know this year after the season's over in the next two weeks you really gotta um what's his general manager um Douglas, Douglas I'm talking yep. about here. Douglas, Douglas, excuse me, has a lot to juggle. Mm. Uh, definitely has his work cut out for him. We saw for what sure. he could do. He could be very aggressive. And you know what? We'll see what happens. But I'm going to tell you this. In regards to this game, you know, uh, I could add for the Steelers, it's, it looks like Juju may be back into into play. They definitely have been missing him. But Deontay Johnson and James Washington has been very, very serviceable since he's been in his absence. His absence. Uh, Duck Hodges, they went with him because Mason Rudolph, you know, a lot of problems with the quarterback play, losing uh, Ben Roethlisberger earlier this year with the elbow injury. It's the Steelers, you know what? The fact of the matter is that they're the sixth seed. And they, look at all, they've gone through three quarterbacks, an inconsistent offense, and their defense has been a bright side, especially that boy, TJ Watt. That boy could play. I think we both could agree. He's definitely a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. With this game, I'm telling you what, they need to win because if they don't win, they got the Titans breathing down their neck. They, and if the Titans win, they take over that sixth seed. They are playing. They want to clinch a playoff spot. They have to win this game against the Jets at MetLife Stadium at Sunday. on Sunday. I'm going to tell you this. I think Duck Hodges will struggle. I think that Greg Williams will come up with a game plan, even with a limited defense, especially if Jamal Adams can't play. So many questionable guys. A lot of questionable uh, players on this injury report for the Jets, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Should I human everyone to read it? Go quickly? ahead. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's ridiculous. I was looking at it before. You got Quinn and Williams, who's questionable. Then you got. You got you got um, Adams, obviously. Then you have Compton, who's questionable. Demarius Thomas is most likely out. He's not playing. Robbie Anderson, questionable. Henry Anderson, Kevin Beecham, Arthur Millette, Stephen McClendon, Brian Poole, Brian Powell. Wow, <laughs> Powell. So 
yeah, that's what the Jets are looking at. This team's banged up. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot. Of, there's not a lot of motivation for these guys to push through the injuries at this point with the season ending. I know some guys are wired differently. Some guys will want to shut it down. Yeah. We'll see who, how serious these injuries really are. And I'll tell you one thing, though. No one wants to fight for Adam Gase. I'll tell you that much. Absolutely Maybe Greg not. Williams, but no one has any respect for Gase except Darnold probably at this point. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And that's another reason why I really hope he gets fired. But you know what? Honestly... This football game, I'm going to say Jets win an ugly one, 2017. Maybe even lower, honestly. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. I think it's going to be a tough game. I think that Sam Darnold is going to really play well. I know that the Steelers' defense has been very underrated this year. I know TJ Watt's going to be a uh, problem. It's going to be a problem, especially trying to block him, especially if Beecham can't play. Right. So... With that being said, I will think he's going to make plays. I think Le'Veon Bell is going to make a lot of plays. He's he's motivated against this, his old team. Um, I'm going to go with the Steelers winning this game uh, on a last-second field goal, in my opinion. That could happen. I'm going to go Maybe. with 23-20. I hope you're right. And the, Jet, the uh, Steelers need to win. They're going to struggle, I think, in the beginning. The second half, I think they make some adjustments. And I think they, they walk out of MetLife with a victory and go on to be 9-6. and six. The problem is for the Steelers, it's going to be tough to get James Conner going against that tough Jets front defense. The Jets haven't given up much on the ground, really, except when they play Baltimore, but that's a different animal. So yeah. everyone gives up a lot of rushing yards to them. So I hope you're right, honestly. I don't want the Jets to win this football game. I really need want a better draft pick at this point. The of wins course. are meaningless. I don't want to build anything with Gase. I want Gase fired. I can't re- reiterate that enough. So let's move on before I just get a little heated with this. I'm, I'm being composed today. So we move forward to Bengals and Dolphins. We're not going to say much about this at all. No. I Dolphins are home. You know what? I'm going to give them the dub. They've at least shown they're somewhat competent. The Bengals just beat us. And like I said, I think they're going to go 1-15. and And that's really embarrassing for us as well. I agree. Um, you're not going to get an argument out of me. I'm definitely going with the Dolphins winning this game. I think Fitzpatrick will have a very nice day. Devontae Parker's showing he's he could be a very – he's worth the money. He's playing very, very well. Uh, I think they're going to win this game. I'll go with like – I'll go 30-17. Okay, so now we have an interesting game somewhat, although it doesn't look in, appear interesting on the surface, but Giants and Redskins, and this is the game for Chase Young, potentially. The loser of this game is the in prime. The race for Chase. The race for Chase. The loser of this game is in prime position to draft him, especially because the Dolphins will probably beat the Bengals. So I think the loser of this game may actually end up in the, two, in the second pick potentially yeah so this is a big game for the purposes of that <laughs> and also going to be Haskins versus Daniel Jones uh-huh. so that's something to watch as well and we know all the stuff that happened with that Danny J was looking better than Haskins for a while and I would still say he's played better overall Haskins just shows some late life in the season starting to look a little bit better but still just has five touchdowns and seven picks Danny Jones has 18 and 11 picks, and he's the 10 fumbles loss is a huge concern. I'm not really that concerned with the picks that happens, but you can't be coughing the ball up that much. He's also ran for 240 yards and two touchdowns, but this game, I'm not going to say too much about this really. The Redskins are home. I don't even know which way to go on this one. What are you thinking? Uh, well, this game is so ugly and all that. The race for Chase Young, it's definitely <laughs> – I think that – Dwayne Haskins is going to be very, very motivated because, you know, what the Giants did to him. He said, you're going to make a – you made a big mistake. Earlier in the year, I would have laughed at this and said that because early in the year he looked terrible. He's starting to show composure. I like it. 
I'm going to tell you this. Call me crazy. I'm going to go with the Redskins on this one. I think that they're going to come out. I think Dwayne Haskins is going to play motivated. I think he's going to make plays. I don't think they have a corner who could cover Terry McLaren, in my opinion. That's, uh, that's true. And <clears throat> with that being said, I'm going to go with the Redskins winning this. They're going to win like 26-23. 26-23 I'll go with. And Dwayne Haskins is going to lead a last-minute touchdown drive. Call me crazy. Very, very interesting stuff. And um, you know what? I'm actually going to go the other way just for fun here. I'm going to say the Giants get the dub. I'm going to say Daniel Jones gets it going. He's going to want to show that he's the better quarterback, obviously. I think Barkley is going to be the key for the Giants in this one. I think you'll see a lot of points because both defenses really aren't very good. Agreed. I can see like a 28-27 Giants win like last second. I think it'll be close. Okay, that's definitely not doable definitely here's a big game actually saints and titans this has a lot of implications on both sides yes, it does. the saints are fighting for their seeding i believe right now we checked yesterday they're the two seed i want to say somewhere in that yeah, range they're the two seed okay and then the titans are the seven seed right now and if the jets get the steelers and the titans upset the saints the saints will be in and the titans will be in playoff position so yes. this has a lot of ramifications and the titans are home here saints are a two and a half point favorite Ryan Tannehill's been playing lights out, which is incredible to say at this point. But 17 touchdowns, six picks. His rating's 114. He's completed over 70% of his passes. Crazy what happens when you go away from Adam Gase. Again, this is a good theme against Adam Gase. The team guys flourish when they're not with him anymore. You see that Gase was limiting Tannehill with his horrible play calling and his horrendous schemes and his dinks and dunks and screens and all the ridiculous stuff we see week after week is what was happening in Miami. I used to think Tannehill couldn't throw the ball down the field, but that's not the case at all. He can actually get the ball down the field, and he's been doing it to A.J. Brown and a couple and the other receivers they have on the team, you know, like Corey Davis, John Smith, Humphreys here and there. And But it's honestly just really upsetting to see the difference without Gates because it's, it terrifies me because it makes me realize how much he could be limiting this team because there's also Devontae Parker who has been flourishing without Gates and now it's a four-year, $40 million extension because he's no longer with Gates and he's actually playing up to his potential. I don't know what Gates does. It feels like he waters things down almost. I don't want to like get on... I don't want to get on a complete tangent with Gates, but it's just frustrating because you see what Tannehill's doing now and you wonder what could have been done if Gates didn't have such horrible play calling with him. Yeah, I agree. I think that Ryan Tannehill is a, is playing much much better without Adam Gase. That seems to be the uh, the he was the weak link on that team. Adam Gase. He was he was uh, holding, holding Tannehill back. Tannehill's just making plays. Uh, AJ Brown. I'm going to tell you this. He's an absolute stud. Start him. I got him going yep. in the finals. You got to start him definitely. So with this game, you know what the Saints. And the Titans, it's going to be a tough one. The Saint, the Titans are fighting for their playoff life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to tell you this. They're going up against the Saints. I'm, I'm going to go with this. It's not enough. I think that's going to be – it will be tough, but I think the Saints are going to score a lot of points on this defense. I feel like, you know what, they're going to come out. You know, Drew Brees broke the record. He's going to keep throwing touchdown passes. I think Alvin Kamara could get going a little bit. But the one thing I want to see is how the Saints' defense stops Derrick Henry. I want to see That's how they limit him and make Tannehill beat you. Don't let don't. It's one thing if you let Derrick Henry beat you. Let I want to see how they they handle it if Ryan Tannehill has to throw the ball a lot and beat them. We'll see what happens. I think Marshawn Lattimore is going to take care 
of business. Now they got Jackrabbit now. Stakes from the Giants. So I'm going to go with the Saints on this one. The Saints score over 30 because that's all they do is score over 30. I'm going to go 30 to 21 Saints. I'm actually going to change up on you. I think the Titans hold down here. I think the game means a lot more to them. Derrick Henry's an absolute beast, like you said. Over 1,300 yards, 13 touchdowns. No one's been able to stop him all year. I don't anticipate that changing. Ryan Tannehill's been clicking. A.J. Brown, I like what I'm seeing. The Titans' defense is also very underrated, in my opinion. I think they can make the stance work for it a little bit. I can see the Titans winning a nail-biter 24-23. I think it's going to be a little lower than you think. I think it's going to be a grind. It's going to be a battle. Uh, the Saints got to travel. It's a low-spread game. I think something's trying to say that it's a Titans day here, and I'm going to take that inclination. It's definitely going to be interesting, and I'm just seeing right now the Saints ruled out Kiko Alonso, Larry Walford, and Von Bell, and that's a big loss for um, – their defense with Von nice. Bell. Makes my pick sounds a little better, so I'll take it. <laughs> no, it's it's going to be something. It will definitely be interesting, I'll tell you that. All right, so we move forward. Ravens and Browns, and this one is not even a competition. The Ravens are going to steamroll the Browns. It's oh going to be embarrassing. They already lost to the Browns once this year. It's not going to happen again. This is going to be a bloodbath in every term of it. The Browns are completely checked out. Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry are back to acting up like always, yep. like them old, like their old selves. They're not. They're all. They're complaining about trade requests not being traded. This and that. They're just not in sync. The Browns have been one of the biggest disappointments in the league, along with us and the Falcons. I would say, and the Ravens are just looking on that one seed. They're locked in. They have laser focus. This is going to be nothing to them. This is light work. Oh yeah, I agree, hundred percent. The Ravens are on a roll right now. It just seems like nobody could stop them. The Lamar Jackson breaks the uh, single-season rushing record for a quarterback held by um, Vic. Michael Vick last Thursday against the Jets. Of course he did. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, with this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you guys this. The Ravens are going to just annihilate the it's Browns. Be bad. The Browns are so dysfunctional, undisciplined, uncoached. It's just not good. Freddie Kitchens does not deserve to be coming back as a head coach. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be rude. but is he, just, he is, though. I can't yeah, believe that. It, it's it's very questionable why he's back oh due to the God. job he's doing. But it's, not a good job And the talent all. he has, it's not good. But, um, the talent's anyway, good. Well, I'm saying the talent he – yeah, the talent he has is great, but he can't win games with it. That's the problem. Right, right. I should have so, figured that out. So, with that being said – Ravens are going to score 33. Saints, uh, excuse me, the Browns are going to score. I'm going to go with 16. I'll be I'll be nice with 16 too. Maybe Odell gets it going a little bit. Baker's been very inconsistent this year. He throws he yep. he turns the ball over a lot. That's not good. He's another one that likes to run his mouth too. He's another yep. another one that rather t- uh you know run more than your mouth. That's the way I see. It. You know, just go out there and prove it. He's not proving it. He can make plays. He's just not proving it this year. It's just not all clicking together with the Browns. It's and the Ravens are just going to go in here. This is this is like a, a groundhog day for them. Yeah, this is not this is going to be light work like we said. This is a walk through for Baltimore. Baltimore 35, Cleveland 17. So, we move forward. We're going to go through some of these quicker now because they're really yeah. not appealing and there's really not much. I don't understand. If you want to take a stab betting at these, I guess we'll try to give some insights. But Panthers and Colts, we got Colts as a seven-point favorite here at home. And I don't even know who to pick in this one, honestly. I mean, the Panthers have been playing bad. The Colts have been lifeless for a long time now. And they're a seven-point favorite. I mean, I guess I might take Carolina to cover the number, but I'm not sure. Who, who, who do you think is going to win this? Um, you know what? I'm going to go with Indy. 
I'll go with Indy, and, you know, I think that Brissett, you know, that now they're not playing for the playoffs. They're playing for pride. So I think that Brissett is going to play well. You know, T.Y. Hilton's back in the fold. So Do I use him? Do I, should I trust him? That's the thing I'm thinking about. Against the, uh, you know what, yeah, yeah, you might be able to trust him. Maybe he could get you a nice touchdown here and a nice, uh, a few uh, big plays. He's always, he's always, T.Y. Hilton's a guy that's always around the big play. You ever notice that yeah. when they need a big play, they go to him? It's, when he's in the lineup. It's just that he hasn't been himself. I'm very nervous about using him because he just hasn't been the same for weeks, and I don't know exactly how much he's going to be giving it his effort since the fact this team's eliminated. If he's out there, I know he's going to play, but will he be in a snap count? Will he be going full force? I don't know. That's a good point. Also, Curtis Samuel I have in this game as well. I'm thinking about using him, but the problem with him is if he doesn't get a touchdown, he's useless. So that's the whole thing with Curtis Samuel. So do I think he can score against Indy? If I play him, I'm going to have to hope so. How do you feel about Samuel this week? Um, you know what? They they found their number one receiver for the future in DJ Moore. Mm-hmm, that's uh, clear. They really, the number two receiver spot has really been you know up in the air. Curtis Samuel, this is a game I think that he could take advantage of this defense. Okay. So you know what? Maybe give him a look. Maybe he, you know okay. what? Maybe Kyle Allen could really get him going we'll see actually will greer is going to get the start oh i'm sorry uh, forgive me you're right i'm sorry will greer is going to get the <laughs> that start that is notable news and i'm actually happy excited for greer because i drafted him i have hopes in uh dynasty i hope i have hopes he could take over for carolina one day so yeah um, i mean now that's really another variable to think about with samuel yeah now you, you now i just spun my own head i don't mm. even know but that's besides the point i'll figure that out off the air jaguars and falcons i'm just gonna ride with the birds here Julio's got to keep it rolling for me. Ryan, the Birds showed some life last week. Jacksonville got absolutely embarrassed. They seem that they've checked out. Minshew's back in there, but it wasn't pretty at all. And the Falcons are still playing hard, so I'm going to roll with the Birds. Jet Jones, let's get it done. Get me these wins in the finals. I'm going to go. I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with you on this. I'm going to definitely go with the Falcons as well. I just think the Jaguars are just dysfunctional right now. They fired Tom Coughlin the other day, who was the VP of player That's operations. That's right. That is notable news. So he's not on the team anymore. Now it's it's just a lot of dysfunction there. You know, mm-hmm. you pay Nick Foles a lot of money. He just isn't, he was injured. He comes back. He's not the player he was. Minshew comes in. He's not playing well now. It's a problem there. They They have a quarterback problem down there. And you know what? They got some. They got a lot of playmakers, but it's it's a, not all clicking. And this game, it's not all going to click. I'm going to definitely go with the um, <clears throat> the Falcons on this one. Yeah, Falcons are a touchdown favorite here. I would take them. Let's say I'll give it like a 27-17 type of game. I could see something like I'll that. I'll go. I'll go twenty three sixteen. Fair enough. So this is another game between two teams that are completely out of it for the most part. Raiders six and eight. Chargers five and nine. Chargers a touchdown favorite at home, and I'm, you know what? I'm going to go with the Chargers here. They showed some life last week. They have, they still have pride. You know, Philip Rivers still wants to end on a good note. If yeah. this is in fact the end, which will be up for debate in the off season, Oakland has really checked out at this point. They haven't won since they played us. Actually, I think we started their downward spiral. Yeah. They were six and four when they came to MetLife, and we embarrassed them. And now, ever since then, they've been lost. Yeah, it's it's been definitely a. Uh in an issue for the uh the Raiders. I think that they uh are not the team they used they They were, were frauds. So that, yep, we called they it were, as it was. They were frauds and I'll I reported this a few days ago. John Gruden and quarterback Derek Carr have a significant disconnect. Mm-hmm. They're just not sinking. They 
Derek Carr is not the type of quarterback that John Gruden wants and likes. He said he likes a guy like Rich Gannon. I keep hearing this a right. lot lately. But Derek Carr, I'll tell you this, I'm very, very disappointed in his play. I'm not going to dig into this a lot. He got a big contract a few years ago. I think that was a big waste of money. Buyer's remorse. He's just not a good quarterback. You give him the what you show him. You give him some weapons. He's not. He just. He he doesn't make the right reads. He he turns the ball over. He's just not a good quarterback right now, and it's a problem in Oakland. It really is. And I'll tell you what. They're going to travel out to L.A. to play the Chargers. The Chargers are going to get this win. I think Melvin Gordon is. You know, there's two games, and then he's a free agent. Yeah. So he's playing. He's playing basically for a contract. For a contract, and he's he's auditioning for other teams. Exactly, man. And this it's obvious that the Chargers want to ride high with Eckler. Eckler has been nothing short of spectacular with this team in the starter role, and Melvin Gordon. You know what? It's it's unfortunate, but he will find a home definitely elsewhere, and he could still be a great player. Yeah. And I will tell you this: I think Keenan Allen's going to make plays. The receiving core for this team is filthy. The defensive line for this for this team is filthy. They just can't put it together all this year. After making the playoffs last year, I'm going to go with this. I'm going to go with the Chargers winning on this one. I'm going to go 21 to 18. I'm going to say 30 to 20. I think the Chargers really put some points up. Raiders mm-hmm. offense looks absent lately. You know, you made some great points, but the running backs and receivers, this Chargers team really got screwed in a lot of ways. Yes, they lost did. so many games by one possession. Like, they were really right there. If a couple of those go the other way, you're talking about the playoff team. They have the talent to be in the playoffs. And I'm going to say they're probably the most talented team that will miss the playoffs. Yes, Them I agree. Or the Rams, I would say, are probably that, the most talented teams the, that ends up missing the playoffs. Both, both LA teams. Yep, wow. both LA teams are two of the most talented teams that will most likely not make the playoffs. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that going forward. We'll see what happens with the Chargers. Lions and Broncos, this one, all right, look, this is just an ugly football game. Lions are going to have their third-string quarterback. I'm going to take the Broncos to win just based off that, honestly, and the fact that they're home. They've shown some life lately. They had an upset win over the Texans. The Lions are completely mailed in. They are golfing already, so Broncos win 24-10. to I agree with you. Drew Locke all day over uh, whatever the guy's name is for the Lions. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. I wonder um, who it is. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> tell, you, I'll tell you this. It's oh, going David to- Blau, I think. David <laughs> David Blau, okay. So <laughs> here's what I'll uh, I'll go with the Broncos. Drew Locke is going to definitely uh, throw some touchdowns to Sutton. He's going to get the ball. To Sutton, yeah, Lindsay. Sutton, Sutton, let's go. He's going to definitely get it going. And this is, uh, I, in my opinion, I think this is a cakewalk for them, definitely. It shouldn't be too Drew hard. Locke is starting to look really good. Yeah, and it's a good thing for the Broncos. Maybe they have the quarterback of the future. Yep. Locke has five touchdowns and three picks, 61 completion percentage. So he's shown he can be competent. This next game, Arizona and Seahawks in the in the 12th man. This is a layup for the Seahawks, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. They're going to win by two touch touchdowns, I would say. Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, guys, just please win us the championship. That's all we ask. And I'm going to say San Francisco – I mean, not San Francisco. Seattle, 40. Cardinals, 27. I agree with you. Seattle's going to get this win. You know, there's been uh, – real quick, uh, wide receiver Josh Gordon got suspended yet again. 
mm-hmm. for drugs again. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, we don't need to elaborate much about Game that. Over. But they're, yep, they're missing out on him. So now you can rely on DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. He got you. You guys did it without him. Yeah. So you guys will be they just didn't really fine. Need him. I no. mean, it's okay. They're gonna be just fine. And they're uh, fighting for that top seed. Yep. And and here's the thing. Russell Wilson's on a mission. He's a different type of quarterback. He is locked in. He, this guy, all he does is make plays. His offensive line, I don't think, is good at all. He makes plays by himself. Tyler Lockett's finally getting back to his old ways, and that's what you want to see, especially Julian and I, because we have him win championship yeah, game. let's go to Lockett. So, I will tell you this. I'm, I agree with you. I'm going to go 40, 40, tw- go 40-24, and I expect Tyler Lockett to have over 10 catches and close to 100 yards and get a score. I really hope all that stuff is 100% They don't have correct. a – here's the thing. Patrick Peterson is going to cover Metcalf. Their other corners, they don't have what the speed to cover Lockett, okay, in my good, opinion. Okay, good, That's what I love hearing. And I don't want to do – I got to do a look ahead, though. I know we're doing this week. But next week, we can have the potential. In week 17, this game better get flexed. Seahawks and 49ers playing for the division next week in the top seed in the that's, NFC. That's one of the best – that's primetime television. They better you have, have to watch that game. <laughs> oh, my, that would be something. I can't wait to talk about that. That's Me how neither. it ends up happening. Like, that's some fun stuff. Some of this stuff right now is a little boring, but that's what we're here for. Yeah. So – Okay, we've gotten through all the boring games for the most part, and we have two games left now. We got Sunday night, Chiefs and Bears. Chiefs are ten and four. Bears are seven and seven. Bears are eliminated. Chiefs are fighting for that seed. And obviously, you know, if the Patriots lose, the Chiefs win. They hop up to that two line, and I would love to see all this stuff happen. But I've already said the Patriots will win this week. That's what's going to happen most likely. But I think the Chiefs follow suit as well. This shouldn't be too hard for them. But our six-point favorite, you can get covered a number. I guess that's the question worth asking. Uh, in Chicago? In Chicago, you know what? This defense is going to come ready to play. They're going to play spoilers. And here's mm-hmm. a, here's something, too. It's master versus apprentice. This is like a Star Wars. We're all in on <laughs> the Star Wars. Wars. Star yep. Wars. <laughs> for those of you who haven't seen Rise of Skywalker, go see it. It was amazing. We could advertise for yes, it, honestly. Yes, we can. <laughs> so, with that, it's master versus apprentice. It's Padawan versus master. Here we go. It's Andy Reid versus Matt Nagy. And what? let me tell you something. The offenses are similar because it, it's the offense of the Bears is the offense of the Chiefs. Nine is the playmakers. Yeah, and like all the execution, yes. everything else here's, that goes with here's, it. Here's, here's, <laughs> here's, the schemes are let there. Me, let me tell you this. Here's the thing that they don't understand. They use Tariq Cohen like the, the Chiefs lose Tyree, Tyree Kill. That's the, he plays the Tyree Kill role. They just don't use him as a receiver more like they should. Okay. Because Tariq Cohen true. has speed for days, and we right. all know that. Not as fast as Tariq, of course. But, no, not many uh, people are. No, of course. But here's the thing. I'm going to tell you this. I think, you know, they will cover the spread. I, in my opinion, I really do feel that um, – uh, call me crazy. I'm going with the Bears on this one. What? I am. Excuse me? I think the Bears are going to play spoilers. I think they're just angry. You're going to see Khalil. Khalil. I know it's funny. It's funny. You're going to let. When, when they, they actually win, I'm going to be like, wow. Here's the thing. I think Khalil Mack's going to like tear it up. I really do. Holy I think shit. he's going to make Patty Mahomes very uncomfortable. I think here's, gonna, here's the problem with them. I think they're going to struggle covering Travis Kelsey. But here's the thing. I think that they, they know. Here's the way. Matt Nagy knows how to stop Tyreek Hill. He, he he played he had an offense with him. I know it's funny. Everyone's you're smiling. I know it's really cockeyed this take, <laughs> but 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bears on this one. And if I lo- listen, if I lose, I'll I'll be like, yeah, you know what? I just I just felt it. But here's the thing, Mitch Trubisky. I think he's gonna struggle against the Chiefs defense. Of course, he's gonna struggle. He always struggles. But here's the thing. <laughs> Patty Mahomes is going to play well, but I think that he's going to throw a bad. He's going to turn the ball over in a critical spot. That's and I think you could credit. You would think it's funny, yeah. Uh, you could credit uh, what's his name, Khalil Mack, on that with a strip sack. I feel. I think they're going to stay in it. Here's the thing: in the beginning, I think the Chiefs are going to go. Here's no the way I see this. Remember when the Rams were the top seed last year and they went into Chicago? That's how I feel. That's what I feel. Okay, okay, all right. Well, let me just slow you down and uh, make sure you're all right over there because I'm not sure – but you just tried to tell me that Trubisky is going to be Patrick Mahomes in the football game. I'm not not saying that he personally is going to have better stats and all that, but I think think that – the de- the Bears defense will limit Patty Mahomes. That's what I feel. Okay, that's respectable. I'm really- I don't think Trubisky's gonna beat Patty Mahomes. That's asinine. Like okay, like personally, one on one. No. Okay. No. At least we can agree on that. But like, why the hell would I ever choose that? That's <laughs> no, stupid. I was really just saying in the in the grand scheme of things, you know how you play quarterback versus quarterback. Of like this team beats that team. But like I know I know you weren't saying that. I'm oh, just having yeah. some fun. But of course. honestly, it's not as far fetched as you think. It makes sense the way. I just don't see it happening. I think the Chiefs know what they have to do, especially because they're still trying to get a top seed. I just think the playmakers from the Chiefs and the Bears is really no comparison. I mean, the Bears have Allen Robinson. And Miller, the Chiefs got Tyree Kill, they got Travis Kelsey. What's the story with Watkins? Is he in there? Um, with who? Watkins, is he playing? Uh, he's questionable. Of you never know he with is. him. Like, he's a tin what else man is too. New? And then you look at Hardman's in there, still Robertson. You got McCoy running the ball. So I mean, the Chiefs they, they just seem more motivated here. I mean, the Bears might want to play a spoiler, but they're not going anywhere. I just think Mahomes will take care of business. I am worried about Khalil Mack. Obviously, you have to be if you're playing the Bears. He's a great player. Well, he got a couple sacks. Yeah, I can see it. But I think Patty is going to be smart. He's he's only thrown he's only turned the ball over six times all year. So I don't see him going maybe like one. I don't see more than one turnover with Patty in this game. So as long as he does what he normally does, doesn't turn the football over. The Chiefs will be fine, honestly. The only way the Bears get this done is if what you said, something like a strip sack or like some turnovers and plays from the defense maybe. But I think the Chiefs have this on lockdown here. I'm going to go 27-21 Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Bears winning this one 28-27. That's what I think. I think they get a last-second field goal because because Mitch Trubisky and, and Allen Robinson – drive them down the field i also think david montgomery can make a bunch of plays okay so we'll see what happens we got some differences going on so far this is actually one of the best games of the week honestly and it's a great way to end the show packers vikings monday night football this is box office the packers are traveling to minnesota packers 11 and 3 vikings 10 and 4 so this could be for the division potentially the vikings could be tied with the Packers at eleven and four, I do not know off the top of my head. Would you happen to know if they if that ends up happening? Who has the tiebreaker? Because I know the Packers beat the Vikings already once. I think the Packers have the tiebreaker still, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, we're not in, we're not exactly yeah. sure, but we'll see what happens with that. This is a great game, though. Dalvin Cook is a big question mark. Do you He's know not the playing. status? He's out. Oof. You know what? Honestly. But here's the thing. Matt Matson is a clone. He's a Dalvin Cook clone. He's the same thing, but he's not the player that Dalvin Cook is. But I, that's a problem. That's a weapon lost. There you go. That's a problem for the Vikings. So advantage Packers defense, in my opinion, with that. You know, I'm actually going to surprise you here. I think the Vikings get this dub. 
Really? Um, that's going to be my surprising pick, okay. I guess. So, okay. you know what? Like you said, the running backs have been very good for Minnesota. Cousins, as crazy as it sounds to play, has actually had an amazing season. Yes, he has. 25 touchdowns with five picks. He's really shot us up and put five us in our picks, place. Five picks, that's it? Three fumbles lost, completing wow. 70% of his passes. And, you know, Aaron Jones is going to be a big factor for the Packers, of course. Hopefully he goes off. And then for the Vikings, you got Diggs and Cook, Thielen. What's up with Thielen? He's back? Is he back in there? He, he should played, be, right? Yeah, he should be back. Okay, yeah, he's been a little off this year with the injuries. Diggs has over 1,000 yards and five touchdowns. And you know what? The Vikings defense, I can see causing problems with Aaron Rodgers, that pressure. They are not very good up front, the Packers still. You saw them get destroyed against the 49ers in the trenches. Yeah, I can see something similar to that happening here. And I think the Vikings are poised. I think they also could clinch the playoffs with this win. So this is a big game all the way around. The Packers could clinch the division, though. So their both teams are motivated. But Packers are traveling. It's a division game. It's going to be a tough one. I think the Vikings get the upset victory. They're actually the favorite by five and a half points. So maybe it's not an upset. But Vikings get this one. Let's give this a 27-20. That's what I see happening. Okay, I'm going to go with the Packers on this one. I think Aaron Jones is going to run all over the place. Well, that I hope is true. Uh, I think Devontae <laughs> Adams is going to take advantage of the secondary of the Vikings, which is not very good anymore. Um, I will tell you this. Aaron Rodgers is going to make the plays. He's motivated, and that bad man He's a bad is man. going to find a way to get it done. He will be under pressure every time he goes back to pass, though. Mm-hmm. That offensive line of the Packers is horrendous. But I do think this. Uh, Kirk Cousins started out terrible in the beginning of the year. That shit talking on, excuse my language, the smack talking that he took on his podcast, he turned it around ever since. I think that the law firm, and I always talk about the law firm of the Packers, both Smith brothers are going to wreak havoc. I think that the Packers defense will come ready to play. They got a tall order with these receivers. They don't the running back situation. They don't have to worry about Dalvin Cook, but Matt Singh can make plays. Like I said, he's a clone. He's a uh, Dalvin Cook clone. I'm going to go with the Packers winning this one, a close one. I'm going to go 28 to 23. I think Aaron Rodgers. You know that when the Pat when the uh, Vikings need to get a stop on defense, Aaron Rodgers just you know converts a first down, and that's going to win it. And the Packers win the division and go on to playoffs. Yeah, I mean it's going to be an interesting game. We got a lot of stuff going on this week. We're going to see what happens with the picks. We have a lot of differences. So next week we'll see. Well, it'll be yep. the end. Like we said, we'll go back to the archives of week one and see if we had any wagers on this, which I'm pretty sure we did. We just can't remember still. But that's our previews for week 16. Hopefully everyone enjoys these videos. And there's early games this week for Saturday, so enjoy the weekend. It's going to be a great weekend of football. And you got three straight days of football. There you go. It's, it's really exciting. Can't wait for it. It's going to be great. So follow, like, subscribe, sponsor. GNT Sports Talk 2 is our Twitter and Instagram. GNT Sports Talk is our YouTube channel and Apple Podcasts. My personal Twitter is JulianGlardy1. My personal Twitter is BTOMPS81. So everyone follow us, reach out. We'll interact with everyone. We appreciate the love and support. And we hope everyone has a great week. And we'll see everyone next for recap or baseball or something. Well, It won't be too long. You'll see us soon. Yep. Happy holidays. Have a good one.